Hey y'all, and welcome to Social Distancing Teacher Talk Edition. I'm your host, Hunter Page, and I'm so glad you're here. We're going to talk about the ups and the downs of being a first-year teacher, from the first day to distance learning and everything in between. It feels weird to say happy April with everything going on, but there's always joy to be found in all situations. So, happy April. I'm a first-year, first-grade teacher. We're going to be joined today by one of my best friends, Rachel, who is also a first-year teacher. Our in-person interview got changed to a phone interview due to social distancing and CDC requirements. However, during these times, I'm more thankful than ever for technology to keep us all connected. Just like technology is keeping you connected with other people as you're listening to this podcast. So stay tuned for my interview with my friend, Rachel. Yeah, so my name is Rachel. Um, I currently live in Athens, Georgia, and I am a teacher. I teach um, special education. I went to school at Georgia College and just graduated there in May with my bachelor's in science and education um, in special ed. What grade level do you teach? Um, I teach a third through fifth um, class for students with moderate intellectual disabilities. So since this is your first year and it's my first year as well, I'm sure there's a lot of things that have been challenging, but then a lot of things you have loved as well. So can you share some of your favorite things about your first year of teaching? Really the biggest thing is forming all the relationships um, this year. I know I had a teacher in high school tell me that um, relationships are one of the most important things in life, and I truly believe that. Um, Just watching my kids grow and just make gains in their academics or behavior or just anything like that has just really um, made my year just so worth it and so rewarding just to watch them in that aspect. What has been one of the biggest challenges of your first year of teaching? Oh, goodness, there's a lot. Um, Just transitioning from college to the real world, Um, jumping in as a first-year teacher. I know I'm sure you can relate. Like, there's a lot of teachers that already work in that have been teaching for 20-plus years, or um, I'm one of the youngest ones at the school working. I think it was me and another girl that came in this year um, being our first-year teaching. So I was nervous going in, like, for support, which turned out to be I had a really good support system, but just the um, not knowing and, like, me feeling like I don't have experience and just um, coming in that way. And, of course, there have been challenges where um, I've had unique situations with um, my students or my students' families. But, yeah, I would say that would really have to be the most challenging is just coming in transition. Yeah, I agree. I had a teacher in student teaching. She had been teaching for a while. She was actually about to retire. And one time she made kind of a downgrading remark to me about you're about to be a new teacher. You don't have to come in and bring all these ideas and make extra work for us. And so going in as a new teacher, I was already nervous, but then that made me really nervous that all the teachers who had been teaching for a while weren't going to be open to my ideas or they were going to think that I just thought I knew it all just because I knew more about technology or other things. So I was really nervous about that as well, but like you said, I actually got a great support team, and I really haven't had any problems with any of that, so it was just that one comment that I just had to pretend never happened, because not everyone acts how she acted, since we can't be with her, 
kiddos anymore, which is obviously a very hard subject to talk about, and it's very heartbreaking, and I know we talked about it prior to this, and we're both really upset about it, but it's what's happening, and we just have to do it. For online or distance learning, what does it look like? Whereas with my students, since they are, um, they have unique needs and um, following legal things like FERPA, we are not allowed to have a Google Classroom and um, because of confidentiality reasons. So I've been having to, I send the parents of my students home each week. I start with a weekly schedule um, and then a weekly lesson plan. So I have activities for the week and then each day I wake up in the morning, normally before nine o'clock and send out a just very detailed description of how we do things in our class and ways that they can implement the activities that reflect their IEP goals that they can work on to continue making progress. Um, it is challenging too. I've come across um, some of my parents not having the adequate resources like Chromebooks or um, internet um, to access it. So I know for my kids personally, I've been trying to keep a um, lower usage of technology and do more of the hands-on use items around the classroom type or items around the home type things so they can use in their learning. So more hands-on rather than computer screen. Yeah, that is very different. The county that I'm in, I know it's different for you because of special ed, but my county is making us do it completely online, which obviously I love technology or I wouldn't be getting my master's in instructional technology, but being a first grade teacher is very difficult because they are not used to computers at all. They're used to swapping on tablets. They don't know how to type. They can barely write, much less type sentences and stuff like that and then also like you said a bunch of parents or students just don't have access to chromebooks or any kind of technology so if they do have access they've been using their cell phones and obviously you can't do a lot with cell phones so i have been having to work with some of my parents to provide packets for them to do as well which i know everyone pretty much across the whole world is having to do this right now so we'll make it um, what is the hardest part about us having to finish off the school year like this for you? Um, one of the hardest things for me is like the emotional aspect. I know it's my first year teaching and it's just, it just makes, it's hard to me to just take into um, account that I won't be able to see a lot of their faces for the rest of the school year. Um, and I teach a third through fifth grade class, so some of my kids are going to middle school, so I won't get to see them either. But as far as, like, workload and things, again, it's like providing materials that the families can do. I know I've had parents reach out to me saying, it's so hard, like, how do you do this? Like, am I doing this right? And I've just, it's just hard to me because each kid is unique and different in their own way. And just giving them um, an idea and resource, it's just hard because, I mean, they want their kid to learn and they want their kid to do the best that they can, but just providing them with resources is still hard from a distance to do that as well. In the last day of school with them during our student teaching experience, so I was really excited about getting to spend the last nine weeks when things are a little bit less chaotic and stressful, just getting to do fun things and getting to know them. Yeah, and the fun things like... Um, 
field day and I know for us special Olympics all the fun activities at the end of the school year is canceled and they were so excited for it worked hard all year behaviorally and academically to be able to earn those rewards and that's just hard to just see all that just not happen all right so we talked about listening to podcasts before we actually started this interview and my favorite podcast is the happy hour and every time she finishes off an interview she gets her people that she's talking to to tell three things that they're loving and something that they're reading so i would like you to share with us three things you're loving and something you're reading um well three things that i would say i'm loving is being in this time and not being able to do as much as like what we would normally do i've really grown to love the time that i've been able to spend with my really close friends like the girls i live with um one of them being my sister i've been able to spend like more quality time with them get to know them be more intentional um another thing i'm loving is just um even though it's still at a distance still just being in contact with my kids um, still being able to do what I do, what I love to do most is teach them, even if it is difficult or it may be different. Um, and let's see a third thing. Um, another thing I'm, it's hard now that you put me on the mm -hmm. spot, <laughs> but a third thing that I'm really loving, I've, one of my roommates is really into working out. I know it may seem cliche, but I've started like spending more time with her and like actually running and doing things like that so just i'm enjoying that like enjoying the pretty weather and the fresh air as we do that all right and one thing you're reading um i just finished i started it this past summer but again time gets away from me really quickly um i read i finished the book love does by bob goff and i've actually started everybody always by bob goff it's the um one after that so I've really enjoyed it. It's just, um, it's based on true stories. The author kind of wrote about his life and the stories that happened in his life and how it just drew him closer to the Lord and his relationship with his um, friends and Jesus as it goes on. So I'm liking the time to actually get to read. I'm not really much of a reader, but I've kind of grown to like it during this time. I hope you enjoyed my interview with my friend Rachel as much as I did. It was nice to be able to connect with her in this way during these times of social distancing requirements. I hope that you're using technology as well to be able to connect with your friends, family, and loved ones during this time. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Social Distancing Teacher Talk Edition. I can't wait for you to join us again for episode two.